plugging you. We are plugging you <laughs> in this place, you know, because you know when when we bring you the when we bring you people, we we'll bring you the best. Definitely. And today on this Thursday, Thursday, who else, you know, would better, you know. Quench, oh, tell us about quenching the thirst in yes. the Lord. Uh, mm. None other than the original, the one, mm. the only, the, the medical. For you, oh Lord. The, the one who thirsts for the Lord and sings <laughs> about thirsting for the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Dr. We Dumi have the multi award winning Dr. Tumi on uh, the line. Good morning, Dr. Tumi. Good morning. How are you doing? We're oh, great. Well, how thank are you? you? I am doing good. I'm um, it's a blessed um, day, blessed morning. Yes. So, yeah, mm. really excited. It looks uh, like you've been up for quite some time. <laughs> already thinking about a day. <laughs> I have. I actually have been up for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So now, so, before we delve into that interview, Dr. Dumi, so many of us know you, you know, as a multi-award-winning gospel artist. You just not a, you're not just a singer. You're also a medical doctor. Yeah. But how would you best describe who Dr. Dumi is? I think it's, it's always better when people give an impression of understanding of how they yes. be. But I'm I'm such a simple guy. I'm I'm just another simple guy who loves God and who, mm. who loves people, who loves to serve, and um, um, I'm born again mm. um, and. And I think that's that's the most important thing. And yeah, but I'm I'm just a simple guy. There's nothing complicated about me. <laughs> you are so humble, honestly. <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know, I I like that you just touched the fact that you are a simple guy who loves to serve. You love God, and you you even you know mentioned again that you are born again. Mm. Can you tell us about your journey with the Lord when we were born again, and you know that first encounter with Him? I, I got saved I was doing my second year in varsity. Mm-hmm. Um I actually grew up in church though. Uh, uh my dad and mom pastors and so grew up in that space. Mm-hmm. Um but gave my life uh, when I gave my second year in varsity and it was just a real great turnaround for me because um, you know, when God moves into your life or when and he draws you towards himself. It really becomes a part of, of change. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I think uh, receiving Christ is one of the blessings that yeah. really happened to my life because that's and I really found new hope, I found mm. new meaning, and, um, and and that was really uh, uh, my moment, my aha moment, and mm. coming to life. Really. Mm. Sure. Wow. So wow. that's beautiful. It is. <laughs> it was your aha moment. I love that. I totally love that. Yeah. So now you received Christ when you were in varsity, varsity. and I understand you went to study medicine and you yeah. ended up uh, actually even running your own medical practice. Now, how does yeah. someone who's done that decide like to just one day leave that behind to actually pursue a career in music? Yeah, I think for me, it was not really about seeing any career in music. I, I've never thought of music as a career. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more a calling, if anything, yeah. um, and, and just pursuing a purpose that I believe God has created me for, part of a purpose that God has created me for. Mm. And um, so when that moment came, it was born out of 
darkness, sheer deep sense of emptiness without mm-hmm. um, doing that. You know, when you know that there's something missing, something that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a place you need to be, mm-hmm. and nothing else satisfies and fulfills that space. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing that, you know, it's, it's the most daunting thing because it. It, it pushes you rather than realizing. You end up realizing that I, I need to do this. Even if I didn't want to do it, I need to do it because it's actually what I am called to do. And um, I was probably my third, fourth year in private practice. Mm. And um, just realized there is more to me than just sitting behind a desk and, wow. and being patient and this. Um, more meaning in what I need to do, mm. and yeah, that's all. That's that, that's how it started. Just um, avoid that needed to be filled, mm. and, and people think um, generally being called to service because there's a need for other people mm. to to be served, but there's also a need um, for you to serve with it. Mm. Yeah. The emptiness is a two-way street. There's mm. a void for you in people's lives, yeah. um, for your ministry too. Uh, and that's why a lot of people say, oh, I've been waiting to hear something like that. Yeah. I've been waiting to. But also you don't realize that um, the person saying also had an emptiness. Mm. Um, and that space is centered around that your purpose is not fully as yeah being seen uh, and if you don't do that you also feel empty so mm-hmm. um, it fulfills not just you it, the people you serve yeah. but it fulfills you to walk in the purpose of God as well wow so I, I, I really like that you know because um, now I'm thinking you know, you walking into the purpose of God, you know, for your life, uh, as much as, you know, it was a calling and you got to a point where you are ready for it, but it must have been a difficult transition, yeah. you know, and I'm thinking somebody is sitting there at home and they want to take that bold step, but maybe they are thinking money versus purpose, uncertainty. Well, what would you say about following God's purpose? I think, I think... <laughs> I'm not sure if it, it, I can I can relate to it being a difficult thing. Okay. Uh, I I think for me it is a necessary thing. Like mm. yeah. if anything, you feel a great necessity to do it, and uh, perhaps maybe difficult in that it might bring a shift in your life if you really focus on that. But I, I, for me, I'm at a point where. It, I just had to do it. Yeah. It, it, it was necessary. It was a great need. And uh, so the feeling or the need to serve was greater than any difficulty I could think of. Mm. And I think, I think God graces you that way that you suddenly have a boldness. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that you don't even understand how you got to that point. And, yeah. Um, but also, a matter of understanding your relationship with God. I think that you grow in understanding of your calling and your purpose and your relationship with God. Mm. There's a peace that comes with um, mm. um, moving in God's direction. You just have this um, um, unspeakable peace and warranted and 
mm. you know that you don't even understand how you you have peace going in a direction that sometimes might even look like doesn't make sense to people. Mm. Why would you leave that for that? Uh, why would you leave security for something that is unknown and yes. has not been done? But um, God grants you peace because He, I, I think, He better understands where you're going and and he's not worried about yeah. about mm-hmm. security. Yeah. He's not worried about provision. He's not worried yeah. about that mm. because he owns all things, you know, like he's Amen. able to actually he essentially is the one that has been sustaining you anyway. So mm. for you to to rest in that and, and rush it there. Always a step of faith to go and serve because it does ask a lot out of you yeah. to to leave what is norm Mm-mm. and what excites people and what people define as great careers or yeah. secure careers to do something that essentially um, you you have not mapped it out enough. I mean, I I mm-hmm. I didn't know how my life would turn out at that point. I just mm. I just need to do what God needs wants me to do at that point. So wow. <laughs> All right. In that note, you know, we just want to play some of your music and when you come back, we want to dive back on your music career there. Yeah. And we are looking at the year you released Love and Grace mm. and then we'll take it further for when we come back from this. Awesome. Awesome.
25 minutes past the hour, 8 o'clock on Hope Live Radio Station. You're still tuned into the GMG Breakfast. Take over. Yes. <laughs> With myself, the King P oh, and the Lady K featuring Lindy right there. Man, it's awesome. You know, the kind of music we are plugging you into. I mean, everyone in the world, they have this album. Mm. And then if you are left behind, it's time to catch up, girl. Please do. Wh- 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 up, which boy. stone are you living under? <laughs> which, it, yeah, which rock? Which rock are you and living under? It can't be the rock can't of the rock of <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. We still have Doc on the line, Dr. Tumi. We still have him on the line. And then we continue with the interview as we promised yes. that, you know what, when we come back, we want to dive into the music career because his music, I'm hey. telling you, love oh, and grace. <laughs> hey. Like... Oh, 2016. 2016. Came, I was like, all right, right, now I'm ready. <laughs> I still like vividly remember the moment, the first time I heard like yeah. uh, nothing, nothing without, without you. you. Yes. I was actually doing my laundry and I'm on one gospel oh, and I'm outside and I'm like, who's this? Well, you know, who's singing? Yeah, and then doctor? I go and it says, Dr. I'm like, South African. Yeah. <laughs> what like, is this that he's singing? Yeah. Oh my God. And I was hooked yeah. immediately. I remember the following day, I told my sister, please go buy me his album. Yeah. Come books, make sure that you come back with it. I need to have his album. Oh, so, wow. All right. Doc, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. We're just sharing story on how we actually fall in love with your music. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about love and awesome. praise. Uh-huh. Talk about Love and Grace album, and mm. I understand that you say that the Heart of the King was actually the first album, yes. mm. but the, the one that you yeah. dropped, like made it available to the public, was Love and Grace. And then, yeah. how long did it take you to actually come up with this album, and what made you be so sure that you know what this album can now go out to the public so that people can hear it and people can receive what the Lord has been saying to me? Yeah. Um. I think I worked on that album for about, it must have been two months, two to three months, if I remember well. Um, and um, it was going to be my first live recording that I ever did. Mm. It was the initial live recording, it was Heart of a King, it was a studio project. But mm. uh, that was going to be my first experience doing a live, um, live recording and um, so it took about three, four months max uh, to really just write and um, put the album together, bring a band together, mm-hmm. uh, take the musicians, do the music, do the production. All the work that I needed to do was around four months before mm-hmm. the actual day of the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I, I mean, I was still in private practice, like full-on in private practice at that point. So I was working between moving as a practice during the day and rehearsals in the evening and mm, mm. um quite a lot of work it, it, it probably um was a bit hectic for me because I was doing two things like mm. at that point but actually know how God graces you to do these things. Yeah. Mm. I, I I probably would have released Heart of a King if I had a way to I just didn't know how to. I okay. didn't have uh, I didn't know anyone in the market. I didn't know anyone in the industry who would help me to mm. um, put it out. And yeah. um, Love and Grace, perhaps what helped was releasing a song, a video, and um, and I tried to talk to a lot of people that I thought mm-hmm. I had come across with in the industry, but no one was actually able to help and mm-hmm. until I got a call. Um, to say, man, can we come meet? Uh, we've heard your music. Let's mm. see what we can do. And um, 
Um, and that's how it started. That's how the music actually um, ended up going out there at that point because somebody had it and thought, oh, this could yeah. work. And, mm. and, but I just think it was just God's timing. Wow. Yeah. So, so now still on Love and Grace. Um, it was actually quite unconventional, you know, for a South African gospel artist to release like a gospel yeah. album without vernacular songs. <laughs> mm. But the reception yeah. was just overwhelmingly good and it yeah. even reached your international listeners. What was going on yeah. in your mind at that time to say, okay, I released something that yeah, South Africans are not uh, generally used to in that there's no vernacular song, but the reception is so good. I, I I also didn't think about how well it would do. Okay. I, I think it wasn't uh, it wasn't top of my list. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, I just wanted it out. Yeah. And and for it doing well was was a different thing for me. It was mm. reaching people. I think whether it it would reach people through radio, whether it would reach people through YouTube videos, it didn't really matter to me if people actually had the physical copy of it. As long as the music was reaching people, I was happy. So um, I I think my value of success is at that. is mm. centered around not numbers, but impact. impact. If it reaches mm. people, if it reaches people, it changes people's lives. And I think um, I become more happy because... Mm. Because again, like I said, I, I, I've never thought of um, music as a career at any point. So, mm. so, so I've never thought of it in monetary terms. Mm. Like, yeah. so I, I, I play value more in, yeah. in lives than, than money. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That, that, that is absolutely amazing. Uh, that is absolutely amazing. Okay, I think if you wanted to say something, so I'm like no. pausing to give him time. Okay, also. you know, um, now we, we, we're looking at, you know, that is absolutely wonderful. You know, it's not about the money, but but the lives that you change. Mm. And now moving to 2017, we saw you do something that no other South African gospel artist had done before, you know, which was at the time you filled up the dome successful in, and in the successive years, you filled up for Trekker Monument, you filled up uh, Loftus, and if it wasn't for COVID-19, uh, <laughs> the, the intention was to fill up <laughs> F&B Stadium. Now, can you tell us, uh, how did this vision to break into uncharted territory come about? It's such an odd, 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 odd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's odd, just, uh, Sometimes I feel like, oh, no, here we go again. Like, <laughs> you're bringing this odd ideas into my mind. <laughs> and, and, but, but it's also fulfilling. I mm. think, I think, I think, again, it's, it's, uh, I'm walking by faith, quite mm. through it. It's, it's, um, it's, it is one of those moments I always think um, I truly, totally get to yield myself and depend on God because mm. I, I, I wouldn't know how to do those things. I, I wouldn't know. I always say whenever we go to any gathering, like, okay, um, we're doing this thing, that's by God. Um, I'll do my bit, uh, you do your bit. Oh, okay. I'll, wow. I'll work on what I need to work on. I'll work on the music. I'll do anything that I need to do. I'll organize venues, I'll organize mm. 
Mm. I'll put up campaigns, I'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's you who draws your people, bring everybody that needs to be there. And um, I, I also, I think I'm going to realize it's um, people that come are people that are meant to be there. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, because it's then people that God draws into the place. So mm. I, I think I don't get frustrated by... Um, trying to play a numbers game. Because sure. um, truth is, you could pull up the best campaign, um, have the best promos, and, mm-hmm. and not even see people come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also believe that that's the spirit of what that draws people um, that um, needs to hear what he wants to say mm. on the day into the place. So, um, yeah, I, I think I've, the more I do it, the more I get relaxed about yeah. um, how God draws people. And, and I just do my bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <Sure. laughs> and speaking of faith, I remember one time you, you mentioned, I think it's in the book of Genesis 13, where God was calling Abraham and showing him that as far as you can see, I've given you. And I think it's one of the things that makes you to go, even yeah. even though you don't know what's going to yeah. happen <laughs> in that place. Now you go to Loftus and then the capacity is huge. But you know what? You say that as far as I can see, God has given. Sure. Hey. Yeah, that's, that's my life scripture, really. Uh, yeah. um, and. Uh, um, a couple of years ago, um, it was actually the day I was getting married, um, yeah. and um, um, my father spoke that scripture over my life, a whole lot. And I remember like just ringing, like you know, mm. when you've had so many scriptures, people have spoken so many things, but mm. that one word just rang and stuck to me more than anything else I had heard before, mm. and. So when he said that, like it just it just resonated in my spirit, and he he probably has said that three or four or five times in, in uh, since that period. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it'll be the same affirmation that mm-hmm. I have a fire eyes see I've given to you, and I would say it's centered around that scripture, it's centered around how. His word, his institutional, wherever the source of affliction tread upon that I've given it to you. So I always, I think my relationship with God is um, a walk of faith that's centered around mm. vision and, and and treading into things. So um, I'm, I, if I really want to pursue something, I really put it in my face. Yeah. If it's a if it's a place or whatever, if it's something I want, uh, I, I just have a picture of it. I just, um, and I think that's how God works in my life about mm. putting a picture of mm. what I hope for and and walking through it even before it happens. I think I think that's my life motto: uh, scripture, word based. Uh, uh, direction uh, path that I take every time I need to do something it's centered around a promise uh, that God made and even when sometimes it looks like okay is it really going the way I hope mm. like I literally just go back to the picture mm-hmm. and stick with the picture however far 
Sure, I love that. That just shows you that you're a man who actually hears from God before yes. you actually uh, pursue whatever vision that you have. I love that. You always go back to the picture. So, and surely if he's placed the picture in your heart, you know, he's definitely going to fulfill you and bring you, you know, the provision. I love that so much. So now, Dr. Dumi, of course, we couldn't have a gathering uh, of the worshippers in 2020. But you still managed yeah. to record uh, The Great Shepherd, you know, with an intimate crowd uh, due to the COVID yeah. restrictions, you know. Um, what actually gave yeah. you that push to say, okay, even if we don't have something of a big ma- magnitude, let's just try have something small and intimate so that we can put something out there? I was actually, I was actually um, in a studio and um, I did a, I actually recorded the entire album and it's quite a lot of songs that I recorded. And I was doing that during the course of, of, of the pandemic, right mm. through the year. And I'd just make moments, maybe once or twice, three times a week. When I get a moment, I'd go to the studio, take a band on different days. I worked with quite a lot of bands. So um, and once I was done and I was just about to do my lead, I thought, wait a minute. And I think also... It is just observing that people really have been longing to hear something. And, you know, I thought, let me let me do the uh, my lead vocals. Let me do them live and mm. and um, have people there. And I I I recorded Heart of a King at the very venue that I did uh, the Great Shepherd a couple of years ago. So I just thought of that venue. And I thought it would be nice to have something. On the internet, call a couple of people and, and worship with them, and, and just to because also um, people create atmospheres as mm, well, that's you know, true. Yes. Uh, gathering with people and coming through with people. That fellowship as well has its own atmosphere that you cannot create when you're alone, mm. and it was more about having the album have an atmosphere of people. Mm. Uh, people who love God, people who love to worship, sure. and we would carry that together. We would bring—I uh, don't really want to say the word energies, but mm-hmm. we, um, for the lack of a better word, you know, um, yeah. bring different. Um, um, I don't even want to say anointing. I don't mm. even want, yeah, but but just different hearts. Mm. Yeah. Just, if I can say that. Bring different hearts together, and have different hearts worship together in, in, in unity and and that carries a different presence than mm. alone. So yeah, it was, it was really about that. Mm. Mm. So now we know that from that album, The Great Shepherd, we only have one yeah. single that sure. is out now. Udu. <laughs> Udu. 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 Uh, <laughs> you, you knew that this, this question this one was coming. Yeah, <laughs> so this passion is so real now because I know, like myself, I was, yeah. I was there when we recorded The Great Shepherd. Okay, oh, but song. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We know you are there. So, but now we know there are like more songs that are in that album yeah. and then like since yeah. last year we've been like Yo, trying to push you you know now, now, <laughs> now. I, even, I even saw someone posted like a 50 second clip and saying yeah. this is all I have for the song I can't go beyond this <laughs> so you see and now on Twitter you know that how's the fame is you know yeah. <laughs> the fame is just too much if you promise we'll always be on your neck but now it's only it's only fair to we know that yeah. you are soon it can be 
so but how soon can the album be out you know, you know i think i think i generally would um would do but within days I, I probably i probably could yeah. have it up um next week friday i could have it up yeah no but i think i think um it is it is when you're working with people and working with labels and then there's certain um, conversations that take place and mm. and for instance with that album i i had planned to release it a bit differently than i'm going to now mm-hmm. um, um, um and when those conversations started happening and, and particularly because I also have some features that I, I, I brought in, I, I, I had to sit again and said, oh, okay, um, uh, how do we need to do this? When is the perfect time for it? Um, at some point I was releasing it on the 1st of, of January. Yes. And that also did not happen because of certain meetings and certain agreements that happened. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm being careful now of saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, of putting the you get yourself ugly. into trouble. Yeah, because yeah. because so, we are so. waiting. <laughs> and yeah, and it's and 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 I think I think <laughs> to serve myself patience with me because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like I'm like a very Christ image type of person. He's yeah. uh, coming very soon. Is my kind of thing. He's <laughs> <laughs> been coming very soon. Which is good. It keeps you on the safe side of things. Yeah. 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 Volume one and volume two because of. Oh. At least yeah. now we, we have that insight you now, know? you know. So, yeah. you know, listeners know now there's volume one and volume two. So, do you stay yeah. tuned? Oh, absolutely so, amazing. Speak, speaking of features in the same album. So there's this other yeah. day, like on Twitter, you saw the guys by the name of Banel. I think it, it oh, was yeah. in the it was in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. You saw, you yeah. saw yeah. a clip singing Udum, and then. Like in the space of 24 hours, Doc. Yeah. You, you yeah. left your place, you <laughs> hunt this guy, and you found, and you him. found him. At the end of the day, you killed him. So what was happening there? <laughs> you know, I, I've known, I'm, I'm at Banana, uh, I think it must have been 2007, 2008, oh. 2007. So, so it's a long time. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. I met him in Swaziland. I was actually invited by a different church. I was a church he, he, he was attending. Yeah. Um, they had a crusade in Sunderland and they invited me to come. So spend a few days there and he was singing in their worship team and mm. other and okay, That's why I met him and I used to think this guy is absolutely different. Right. So we met at that point and the funny thing is even before the video yeah. uh, that he did, he was just in my spirit for, for oh, weeks. Wow. Like, oh, she just put my spirit up. I wonder what my name is, what mm. it's doing. Man, if I was, if somebody I must, I must work with, it's so. my name. And then, um, on that day, then obviously that video popped up. So I gave him a call and I said, man, where are you? He told me, I said, are you able to go to studio today? Mm. And he said, fine. So I tolerated it. Uh, but it was like, really, even though that decision to do that with him, was communicated to him at that very moment. I saw the video. Mm. 
If we don't ask you this one question, you know, you are now recording, you know, uh, featuring, uh, you know, Ubandile and Banele. And, um, you know, at that time, you were in Timbisa Hospital. You were serving in Timbisa Hospital. How was that? It was good. Um, I think um, I, like I said, my, my heart and life is into the serving. So mm. when moment and opportunity to search the dream that happened. So um it was a good experience. I took a couple of months and um um had to to help for me is absolutely important. So I I absolutely enjoyed that moment. Nothing 
This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. This is the Good Morning God Breakfast Show on Hope Alive Radio. Good morning, Dr. Dumi. Yeah, Dr. Dumi, I love your music. I love your music. You know, it heals the soul. It goes deep inside. You know, it revives, it refreshes you when you feel so down. Mm. But here is my concern, Dr. Dumi, you know. Um, I want to find out from you why uh, in your music, like the um, few big songs there, because I know you're from Limpopo. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, sometimes when you are that down, you feel you can just play a, a song that will speak to you, like uh, uh, directly, you know. Um, so that you could understand it much better, but you don't have such. I want to understand that. And my second question is that, uh, Dr. Dumi, when will you start dancing on stage? When you <laughs> that this man, he can sing, he can sing, but he doesn't move. He doesn't move. And then, by the way, Dr. Dumi, your voice is sound better when you sing than when you speak. How am I? I love your music, Dr. Dumi. May God bless you. <laughs> Thank you from Unis. So it means he must sing as a conversation in instead of speaking. In is that what you say? That's what you say. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> in some <laughs> Please sing the uh, response to her. <laughs> as to why you don't have a lot of baby songs, because I think she said, yeah, now nah, she relates more, more to the baby songs yes. than the English ones. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm writing. I think again, it's, it's just for me. It's, 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 it's language is a form of um, communication in itself, mm. and. I don't have a problem with any language. Mm. I'm writing in any language. I mean, um, so far I've written in Zulu, Kosa, mm. and Bed, of course. And and it, it's just <laughs> honestly about what, what you know, I've, I've had songs that I wrote and I wrote in the leg and yeah. I, I then tried it. <laughs> Let me change it to English just because I felt like um, not a lot of people yes. will have the opportunity to understand every word. And mm. understanding is such a big thing for me. And also when you have a global picture about the ministry that you are doing, you always try and think beyond mm. just their language. And, mm. and oh, there are certain things that sound Better yeah. said in Sabadi, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and 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 I've at a point had to compromise just that because I thought somebody else also needs to hear it, and so so I figured now even if I write them, I must have uh, um, the lyrics and yeah. the um, the interpretation of what it means so that mm-hmm. people can follow through. So mm-hmm. I did write a couple of the next songs and, yeah. and the Great Shepherd, quite a bit actually. Um, four, five, not five songs have some that act in them, and um, I also still try and and do a bit of a mix uh, and have it have a bit of English in it, 
Yes, yes we've, uh, we've noticed. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, you've done everything. You're Shona, you yes. know. I think even yeah. uh, even on Love on yeah. the Cross, there was a song where I think you included yeah. Tsonga and Venda lyrics as well. Too. Although you still owe us Tsonga yeah. people a song, you know, because, <laughs> yeah. wow. Not in good time, not in good time, one at a time. I trust Pastor Lungi will help you there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Right, so we still have a few more uh Text, uh, we're okay. running out of time. So this next one says, good morning, Doc Yalerato. Firstly, I thank God for your life and condolences for your loss. Uh, find comforts in the Lord. We love you so much as the family. And she says, I know you love both, but what do you like most, sneakers or cars? <laughs> and then she says, <laughs> and then she says, Rinyaka, hashtag TGS, Mr. I love you guys. It's our hope in times of despair. <laughs> so definitely, uh, which one do you like most, sneakers or cars? <laughs> that's from Malibu. I think that's, I, I, I think I think sneakers are, are more affordable than cars. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh could God. afford to buy cars like sneakers? I probably would do more cars right. than sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yes, yeah. and then the next one, I think this is a comment. So she's saying, good morning, God Breakfast Show. Just wanted to say, I hope the King producer didn't cry throughout the Aibu. interview with Dr. Dumi. <laughs> so she says, <laughs> she says, we once went to a concert in Walter Sisulu where Dr. Dumi was singing, yay! King producer cried the whole time. Oh, <laughs> Mind you, it it's was crying. Cry, my man. Cry. Cry. cry, brother. Cry, brother. And then I remind you, it was raining and we had to wait for him in the rain. Oh, so, my oh my I, still, I still remember that day. Maybe it was the rain, man. Maybe it was the rain. And they thought it's tears. Exactly. The bro. rain coming directly from his eyes. Oh, man. <laughs> Absolutely a blessing. It was definitely the rain, bro. I know. Wow. <laughs> and it's also okay to cry. I think you need it's to okay reassure to him cry. about that, Dr. Timu. Yes, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. That, that concert in a nutshell ended in tears of joy. All right, bro. Thank you very much for making oh, time for us this morning. So we appreciate you. And you know what? I know mm. for sure, definitely we hope to see you right there on our studios. Yes. All in good time when all these regulations are like... Once COVID is over and is, done with. It's the thing yeah. of the past. Yeah. But uh, I think we'll, yeah. need, we'll need to demolish some wall there and make this uh, wall, <laughs> this studio a little bit bigger when you come here because... Hey, yeah, yeah there'll be people with the capacity <laughs> in this place. <laughs> but thank you so much thank for you. your time. So we definitely cannot wait for the gathering of the say. Yeah. Uh, no, no, the great no, shepherd. The great I'm, shepherd. I'm, I'm sorry about shepherd. that. The great shepherd. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you, so and uh, may the good Lord bless you. And you, you are parting shots to the listeners who are listening at home, and the way that you can give for them as they are scuffing throughout the year. Um, okay. um, Hello. Talk to me. Hello, I'm twenty verse Um, I say I do not fear. I'm confident that help will come to anointed by the eternal one. And mm. um, I just want everybody to know that uh, help is available. Yeah. Um, uh, so do not fear. Mm. And um, it goes on to say, if we um, um, many put their hope in chariots and horses, and but we place our trust in the name of the Eternal One, our mm. God, mm. and soon our enemies will collapse and fall, never to return. 
all the while we will rise and stand firm and I I'd like everybody to just rest on that do not fear uh, anything that has been seen to be coming against you soon will collapse and Mm -hmm. uh, return Mm -hmm. Um, and and, uh, at the same time you will be rising um, and standing firm so Mm -hmm. um, standing that hope be confident um, that God has got your back and help is available for for the ones that for the kingdom. I love you guys, and I wish you a twenty twenty one. All of God's back. and yeah, keep winning, man. Thank you so much for your time. May the good Lord bless you. And, uh, you know, may he strengthen you and your family and, you know, continue to shield you even at this time. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you. Bye. Are you looking for a